check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Welcome to Red Storm Chasers. I'm Vincent here with Craig and Nick. On this episode, we'll discuss the Stony Brook win to start the season, and we'll look ahead to the Michigan matchup as well as the Charleston Classic. Guys, nice way to start the season. How's everybody doing so far today? I mean, it feels nice to be 1-0. It feels nice to have St. John's basketball back in our lives and something to worry about and think about, you know, basically at all times. I'm doing fantastic. There's nothing like the start of the season. The beginning of the basketball season is, it's like Christmas, especially right at the beginning of November. Our family, we're into politics, so it's also a little Christmas for us because we like we like to pay attention to all the races. So True. True. I don't know. I kind of like the ba- start of conference play better. Do you? I do. I, See, I, I think I, I could tell you betting wise, this is the best time of the year. <laughs> oh well, that, that's fair. No, that's Lines fair. That's fair. Lines are a mess. But also, there's not any big games right now. That is. That's true. the thing. I, a lot I, of bad because they moved the start of the season up. Uh, I mean, it's not that much up. I mean, it, at one point it was later. Now it's it was Veterans Day for a long time, the eleventh. Yeah. Now they moved it up to the kind of the Tuesday. This first week is always kind of not as exciting, a right? Because a lot yeah. of the tournaments start next week, right? Which is where you get the bigger matchups yeah, and for sure. Um, those are good. I, I do like next that. Week, yeah. Thanksgiving week is really a great week. a great week. What was that? What is that? I said starting this week. You guys both said starting oh, this week. No, uh, yeah, I, I, they, that's what I said. I said start this week. I was correcting myself. Oh, I, said, I, I was my um, Thanksgiving week is when most of the tournaments are, and that that's a really good week of college basketball. Yeah, uh, Beast Week. Feast Week, it. exactly. That is, uh, that is a good week. Game. That's a good week. But I, I think the sort of conference play for me is a little more uh, exciting than. Not this. I mean, the start of the season like, is exciting. I feel like I feel like that's the start of the, like the grind. Yeah, the right. Babies, right. Well, that's the start of the that's start of the more important games, if you will. For sure. Yeah. Maui Invitational is always fun, and it's stacked this year. I mean, like the, if you looked at yeah, the listen, things. all the, all the tournaments are fun. The preseason right. quote preseason tournaments or early season tournaments are yeah. fun. I just you know the, I like those. I like the feast week. It's just the. You know, I don't know. Playing Stony Brook's fine. It's a good way to start the yeah, season. Yeah, I mean, you got to play. You got to play those teams. Like you said, the ready, first week. This first yeah, week is not as exciting because the first week used to be the tournaments or the start of the tournaments. Yeah. Now it's really just typically one or two fluff games, and then it's a you know, exhibition plus game. Did they even play the Champions Classic at the beginning of the season? They used to, but it, now, no, they, they now it's like it. next week. It's next week. It's it's that's I, right. They usually usually they play that, and then it's the opening. It's usually opening night. Right, but everything shifted, so they've now moved it. No, I feel like even last season though. No, they didn't. Because last week, last year, it started on Tuesday. Then they don't do it on Tuesday. Nah, yeah. yeah. Now that the season yeah. starts on Monday and Tuesday, they don't do it. Then they want to do it on the they weekend. Do it on a weekend. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And they don't really want to compete with college basketball. I think they do it on Friday. I don't remember. I don't remember. Really I think football. it's Friday. I'm sorry, college football. Yeah, I think they do it on Friday. Uh, anyway, neither here nor there. But we're not in the Champions Classic, so that doesn't really matter when it is. One day. Yeah. Now that we have Rick Patino, we'll we'll be there one day. The Rick Patino Classic. We like to play in a Rick Patino Classic. It's all the teams he's coached. <laughs> it's just a four game tournament of all the teams he's coached. That would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it actually would be, but not a bad. Uh, <laughs> the trophy is just a statue of him. <laughs> the statue of Rick Patino. <laughs> I think that would be spectacular. We got to figure out how to get that done. The Red Storm t- Chasers Invitational. 
I mean, sure. Yeah. We were, that, then we could also give out a Rick Pitino trophy. <laughs> they had the Barstool invitation. Why can't we have one? <laughs> Raise a lot more money, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, if you'd like to fund it, you can. If anybody would like to donate to our podcast, <laughs> we accept uh, cash donations, or I guess you can just Venmo one of us. If you'd, <laughs> like, to, if you'd like to donate to a possible Rick Pitino trophy to hand out at a Rick Pitino Classic, please contact us. DM us in any of our, any of our avenues. <laughs> Or shoot us an email. We were talking about email last time, by the way. I thought that was kind of funny. We didn't get any emails, by the way, just in case you were wondering. The but email, it didn't blow up? It didn't blow up. I I was intrigued to see if anyone would actually follow up on an email because that would have kind of been funny. But I no, unfortunately, we got no email. So our inbox was just Empty. stuck with, you know, TikTok and Twitter updates about stuff that happened two weeks ago. Mm. So anyway, it is what it is. But anyway, new error here at St. John's University. Start to the season. Stony Brook win. Rick Bettino error beginning. And I have to say, we talked about it a little bit last time, wasn't nervous at all. Up at 11 at halftime, up as high as 22, come away with a 90-74 victory. This is what we were looking for. Confidence, no concern, just just go out there, win the game you're supposed to win, and move on. We cruised. Didn't have to worry about it at all. That's great. What a feeling. This is what it must feel like to be like, uh, you know, like Duke and North Carolina. Yeah, whatever. We're going to be this team. Doesn't We're one step away from being a blue blood now. That's right. <laughs> a we got the blood. coach. We got the blue blood coach. We're going to change it. We're going to be so good. We're going to make it red blood. And oh. it's only going to be us. There you go. Wow. All right. All right. Changing Nick. the term. When we win seven national championships in a row. Nick. Seven, awesome. I don't think I could handle seven national championships in a row. I definitely would have a heart attack during the first one, so I don't know if I would see the other well, six. Well, I just I think I think I, like at first I'd be like, wow, this is an incredible streak, and then I would be concerned about losing the streak. So like right like like it would come back to the old St. John's where I would be so nervous. Like the first one, you'd be so excited, nervous watching for sure. I took a terrible. I don't wreck. know if I could actually watch it. You'd be ec- ecstatic. Then year two, you'd be like, wow, this is this is pretty crazy. By year three, you're like, oh, okay, this is cool. But then like year five, again, you're like, all right, now we, now we can't lose. Yeah. Now we need to hit this streak. If only that would happen. Man. We might never lose a game again. <laughs> I mean, I, it's possible. Rick Pitino undefeated as the St. John's coach all time. Just saying. Anyway. How'd he get there? He beat Stony Brook. <laughs> <laughs> that he did. Uh Joel Soriano, naturally, led the way for St. John's University. 22 points, 11 rebounds. It's like he's been getting double-doubles his whole career or something. Uh, not the only guy with double-double, though. Ledlam, 16 points, 14 rebounds. Great great start. He great looked, he great looked first great. appearance for St. John's. Of course. I, I definitely was very impressed by Chris Ledlam. His rebounding skills, I mean, look, he could score. It was great. He did a great job scoring. But his rebounding thing, rebounding such a mindset, and he looks like he's got a good mindset for it, and I was very impressed by that. Yeah, I think, you know, when you have these pieces that you bring in and you hope they work out and you start off like that, you know, yeah, I, I, it's a positive turn for sure. What I was most excited about to see was the 50% three-point shooting. 11 three-pointers made. Love it. This is, it, you know, it's really exciting to have a team who can go out and actually make threes consistently. And if, if you can actually make threes consistently, it makes you a deadly team because you can use it to win games uh, as long as you don't live or die by it, right? Uh, it, as long as it's a skill that you add on to, and certainly with Soriano scoring 22 points, it shows, now, Soriano did hit the first three of his career, so I shouldn't say it's only that, but... First three in five, in having, five years. Having Sor- and then he hit his second one. And then he hit his second one, one too. 
having uh, Soriano score 22 points minus the six all down low like he normally does shows that it's, you know, we're a dynamic offense. Absolutely. We can hit the three at 50%, but we're also scoring down low. We're not a one-dimensional offense. No, it definitely didn't look one-dimensional. Another thing that we need to focus on, which for years has been a struggle for us, is playing a three-point defense. And actually, Coach Patino talked about that in his post-game press conference. Defense and the fact that we took away the three. Look, I'm a big believer, as, as most of you know, in the three-point shot. But it's never been good. I've never gotten credit for the other aspect of it. I've gotten too much credit for being one of the original guys. But it's only good if you stop it. So if, if, if you make nine and they make eight, it's not a weapon. So tonight, they made four. And we made 11. It's a weapon. Only when you stop it is it a weapon. And I thought we were very happy with the first half defense of them shooting 36% and one for 11 from three. This is definitely something we haven't done in a long time. We know for sure. We usually leave guys wide open for threes. That was our that was our go-to move. It was. Guy in the corner, just leave him open. He'll make the three. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but we, you know, we did. Good, good defense from three point. Now, listen, I know it's Stony Brook, so sure. take it with a grain of salt. But if you know, if we can continue to play good defense against three pointers, Rick Pitino's right. Especially right? as an emphasis going it, forward for the rest yeah, of the season, it, which it, it seems to be one of his points. It so. becomes a weapon. Yeah. It becomes a weapon if we can make them and they can't. De- so. Definitely something to look forward to for the rest of the season. Another thing I want to note, actually, I want to note two quick things about uh, Stony Brook. One is just that um, Jenkins, although he had uh, what was it, five, six turnovers in the game, uh, it it being the first game, he had a couple bad ones. Don't get me wrong, he tried to take it down low a couple yeah. times. One time he threw it over and Ledlam wasn't there, and it is what it is. They got they got to gel together. It's yeah. game one. I would I'm not too too worried, too worried about no, that. I just agree. I just think it's something we don't really have to worry about right now. Just like that loss to pace in the exhibition game that everyone continues to talk about. Yeah, we're you know we're we're passionate. We're passionate. We get worried about things. Yeah, I guess it's just I don't know. Exhibition games don't mean anything. I get it. And now listen, I I understand it's it's now it's now two games back, right? Theoretically, because we played Sony Book, but he's got a question in the post game press conference about oh well after the loss to Sony Book, like. I mean, after the loss, the pace, it's an exhibition game, right? Like, yeah. you, you don't go at them the same way. It's a huge game for pace, right? Pace is going to play like it's their Super Bowl because they have a shot at beating St. John's. And what is St. John's going to do? We're going to try out offensive plays. Sure. We're yeah. going to try out defensive plays. We're going to try lines that we don't necessarily are, aren't going to play in the real yeah. season. Yeah. That's what exhibition games are for, for big teams. Correct. So I, I just, I, you know, it's I think a different mentality I think it's a big used. hype of, oh, you guys lost the pace. Oh, we lost the pace. What are we going to do it's a it's a nothing game it's it's a you know i just i didn't get it i didn't get the i didn't get the disappointment and you know now listen i think it's certainly wiped away this stony brook game clearly shows it's not a problem right we're a very passionate bunch we yearn for basketball we just i think we're also just very fearful true we've seen this story before bad things happen before right until until this day of the Stony Road game, none of it mattered. That didn't mean anything. And none true. of it counted. So the the only other thing I wanted to note about this game was that we had a sellout crowd. Yeah, that's true. Hundred percent attendance. Hundred percent attendance at Carnegie Hundred and two, baby. Love to sell out. That's the way out. the season should start. 
You know, that's 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 the excitement that that Coach Patino brings, and that's exactly what we want from our fans. Come out, support. I know it's in Queens. I know it's hard to get to sometimes for some people. Students were out. You know, this is that's the kind of thing we want to see going forward, and it's going to hold true in our next matchup against Michigan because the Garden's almost sold out. I'm not sure it's officially sold out yet or not. Anyway, let's pick our spotlight player this week before we talk a little bit about Michigan. Uh, Craig, I fear, because Tim's not here to answer first, and we had such struggles last week between the two of you. Uh, I'll let Craig go first and hope my cross my fingers that it goes well. I'm going to say Chris Ledlam. Um, okay. Mostly because I mean we know Joel. I mean I guess just nah, Joel Soriano, but I Chris Chris Ledham. I like his rebounding ability. That's what I'm gonna go with. I appreciate you not going chalk. Nick, what do you got? I'm also not going to go chalk. I'll leave that up to you, Vincent. I'm going to go with Jenkins on this one. He had 17 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists, almost had a triple-double. He almost had a quadruple-double because he had 6 turnovers, but uh, we know he almost had a triple-double. <laughs> a unique triple-double. Uh, I'm not going either of those guys. I'm not, I'm not going Joel Soriano. Wow, no votes for Joel. I'm going to go. For Joel. It's because Tim's not here. Tim always votes for Joel Soriano. I'll say, wait, I? Maybe I will vote for Joel Soriano. I missed double-double. Uh, I'm going to vote for Jordan Dingle. Jordan Dingle had 13 points off the bench. Uh, you know, he actually played more minutes than both Conway and Aline. Uh, but I just, it was excited to see him play. He was the second highest scorer in college basketball last year uh, and proved certainly that he's able to score in an offense where other people are scoring, which could be a problem, right? He was the only guy at Penn who, who he was given the ball all the time. He was due with the duties of, I have to score all the time. Uh, he doesn't have that here. And it was a question of, you know, if you're not getting the ball as much, or if you're in an offense that's not centered around you, can you still play? And Jordan Dingle showed with his 13 points that I can be a team player as much as I can be the main guy. I'm very excited to see him the rest of the season. He's one of the, the I mean, I'm obviously I'm looking at everybody on this team. I'm hoping that everybody does amazing, but I really want to see how he progresses the season. Yeah, I think also that was the nice part about the Sony Brook game. It was, it was good to see all the guys in the court and get a little bit of a feel for them, you know? Um, we You know, we heard these names. We, we've seen them play in other places, but, you know, that kind of stuff. But see them on the court together, see what they can do, start getting a feel for them uh, in terms of the way they play. Uh, They're still getting used to the names, i got to be honest. When you're out there and, you like, obviously you know all the names. Yeah. But when you see it in action, right, and you, and you got to remember who's number one. Number, yeah, you got to figure right? the numbers. Just, yeah, yeah. just right now. It's just only, it's only an early it's season. Game. It's game one. You look at it and you go, oh, that's, and you're like, eh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a lot Jordan, of new guys. Pretty sure that's Jordan Dingle. A lot of new guys pulling up the roster on your phone. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's for it. sure. A lot of a lot of phone scrolling. Anyway, that was the one game we had this past week. So we didn't pick a spotlight player. You got, we have to have a solution. We can't. We got yeah, it's a three way tie. So the answer is just got to be Joel Sawyer. Yeah, the answer. Is Joel <laughs> it's the only logical solution. He's just, so he's just by default. Yeah, he, we're just we do. I we, mean, look at his numbers. I mean, when there's a th- when there's a three way tie, we just go with a. Sure. We, we pick somebody else. Yeah. I don't know. I think we just we go with no spotlight player. Oh, that's co co spotlight player. No, 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 no co, no co. We don't do co. No, no we, ties. We do no. There's no ties. No ties. If we can't come to a consensus agreement, the answer is there is no spotlight player you know why everyone's a star nick everyone's a star (laughs) (laughs) they're all all stars this week moving on to that was obviously the only game our last week uh moving on to our next matchup a big one first one in the garden coach patino returning to coach at madison square garden as saint john's head coach this is really 
what we've all been waiting for. The Stony Brook Rain was nice. It was great. Selling out Karnaseka is incredible. Appetizer. That's really all it was. This is the moment, right? Absolutely. Madison Square Garden, Monday night. Not a great day, but whatever. Big Monday. Big Monday. It's fine. 6.30. It's on Fox Sports 1. Hate 6.30 time. 6.30 time's not great, but it's all right. Doesn't matter. I mean, it is what it is. That's a personal problem I have. This is the moment we've all been waiting for, and... It's going to be exciting. Oh, it's going, it's to, be going to be a crazy atmosphere, I hope. Oh, I assume. Be. It will be. As Tim said last week, very limited tickets left. I. This is what I've been waiting for. Oh, yeah. This is going to be the moment. It's going to be, you know, this is where we're going to want to be, right? We want to, the gardens are home. We want the garden to feel like a home court advantage. And in recent years, it does sometimes, it does other times, depending on where we're at. Once we're at. This is the beginning of where the garden is the garden and it's a St. John's and it's not, it's not, you don't mess around. You don't want to come into the garden. Anybody other opposing players want to come because they want to play there, but they know that they're going to get, they're going to get it because the the fans are going to be so loud and it's going to be fully St. John's. They're definitely going to ask the the Michigan, either a coach or the, how was it playing again, you know, against Rick Pitino in at St. John's in the garden. Absolutely. And I hope at the end of it, and I expect at the end of it to it be that they were, you know, crazy as crazy as I mean, they don't understand what it's like playing at Garcetti Arena, but it was you know a crazy environment. Everybody's yelling, we can barely hear anything. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping and expecting out of yeah. the Michigan game, and that's what I will be doing while I'm there. <laughs> at yeah. least I'll be screaming my head red. Let's hope Dewan Howard comes out and says, "Listen, playing against St. John's in the Garden, it was tough." Yeah, right. Dewan Howard would know. He's played in tough environments his entire career. For sure. So I think, you know, I think it may add a little bit more weight, too, if you were to say, hey, they've actually got something going on here. Just give you a little more about Michigan. One note to start the season. Not necessarily the best team in the Big Ten. Picked to finish 11th out of the 14 teams, but they are, you know, a power six conference team. Certainly, they're still Michigan. Big state school. Uh, I mean, there's no... Michigan's Michigan. Exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a big matchup. If you want. <laughs> oh, hey, 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 hey. Spicy, Nick. Nah. If anybody in Michigan is listening to us, you guys stole the signs. That, that's on you guys. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they did 100% steal the signs. But hey, you know, uh, what was it, Ohio State? They hacked in their thing, so... Oh, yeah. No, the, the, the Ohio... The, the funny part is the blowback from this is all, oh, Michigan, they're terrible for stealing signs, but... Pretty soon, at once they do the whole Michigan investigation, they come to an analysis that okay, yes, you were stealing signs because they 100 percent were. Oh, no doubt. And they they no get doubt. whatever they tiny whatever hand slap punishment they get. Michigan's going to turn around and say, "That's nice. We're going to they, sue." They did. Well, they well, did. no, yeah, sure. We're we're, we're going to you know try to press criminal charges against whoever hacked into our school mm-hmm. servers to find out this information because although stealing signs is a NCAA violation. <laughs> Hacking into service is a federal yeah, that's federal fair. crime. That's so fair. we need to, you know, eventually someone's going to get in trouble for that. Yeah, and, no, and, yeah. And the person it is, apparently, as you, as you read through the, you know, the news, is the, the private investigation firm of Ohio State's head coach, uh, his brother, runs a private investigation really? firm, which is the group that yeah. actually found this information out and reported it yeah. to the NCAA. <laughs> so we'll see what happens we'll there. We'll see what happens there. Well, that also, a lot of speculation. A lot of speculation. It'll be interesting. So Allegedly. Allegedly. We'll see. Well, one impact St. John's basketball whatsoever. And on Monday, one impact the basketball team for so, Michigan. You know what? You want to talk about another thing for Michigan? No, it's not. 
I know you don't care about exhibitions, but they did beat Marquette 106-101 in an exhibition. I think that's another reason not to care about exhibitions. Yeah, maybe it shows that they're maybe not 11th in the Big Ten. Or maybe it just shows that or maybe shows Marquette was out nothing. there trying different lines and uh, different defenses yeah, against yeah. a team they knew they could beat. Has to be said. Has to be said. I guess. I guess it has to be said. Yeah, whatever. All right. So Michigan's best player is Olivier Nakahua. I apologize if I pronounced that incorrectly, and I definitely did. All right. So Michigan's best player and the player to watch, I guess you will. We is, don't know who our best player yet is. We only had one game. <laughs> is uh, Olivier Nakahua. I apologize for pronouncing it incorrectly, which I certainly did. Um, the Big Ten apparently has a transfer of the year rankings, which is a little silly, but he was ranked as the second highest transfer player in the Big Ten. Uh, so shout out to him. He came over from Tennessee. They In their first game, they beat UNC Asheville 99-74, to uh, and he had 25 points as well as seven rebounds and three assists. So he will be a... A issue, I would say, down low. Yeah, uh, he'll be the focus for their offense, and Joel Soriano down there will probably have most of the time sticking around and trying to figure out how to stop him from scoring. Yeah, I don't think he's. I mean, you know, he's, he's going to be the player that they run through mainly him and um, McDaniel. But um, I don't think Soriano is going to have too many issues with him. Doug McDaniel, the knockoff Doug McDermott. Yeah. <laughs> they cut, got rid of a few letters. Just, just it around a little bit. Just because it's a similarly spelled name doesn't mean he's a knockoff. Although he spells his name differently. It's D-U-G. Yeah, that's it's a weird, Doug. That's a weird way to spell Doug. 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 He, like, like he dug a hole. Like, yeah, like holes. Like he's dug in a... No, holes. What a sad movie. Um, anyway. Sad book. It's, it's all mean, sad. It's a terribly sad book, but... You know, Zero's made a career out of it. He's back on social media now. <laughs> I like that you didn't even know his good guy's real name. I got no Just idea. Zero. His name's Zero. It's <laughs> <laughs> a valid point. Shia LaBeouf was the actual star of the movie. He was star of the movie. Shia LaBeouf did not has not made a comeback. You mean you mean Stanley Gilnats? <laughs> Stanley he has not made a comeback. Come on, he can't go. Stanley Gilnats, even Stevens. He's the, come on. He, that's the main Shia LaBeouf. Uh, well, probably not. He's been in a lot more movies than that. Transformers is probably. Most famous role, but anyway, no, Shia LaBeouf. Until he goes back into a movie theater and watches all of his movies and invites people to watch again, I don't want to hear about Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> that's a hilarious power move, by the way. Listen, I give him all, that's where the picture, the meme or gif Is of that him where crying. Going? That's what it's from. Yeah, that's what it's from. He's crying for one of his own performances. That's spectacular. Nothing like going out there and crying for one of your own performances. Like patting yourself on the back. I'm such a good actor. I made myself cry. <laughs> Most people don't even watch their own work. Shia LaBeouf doubled down. Not only I appreciate commitment like that. It's like Derek it. Jeter watching replays of himself. <laughs> yeah, Jeets. Yeah, Jeets. Yeah, Jeets. <laughs> yeah, Love right. that. Love that for him. Good for him. You know what? Good for him. He's earned it. <laughs> He's earned it. He's only a Hall of Famer. He's earned it. Hey, man. The do captain. What, do what you want to do. So, the electric play, the electric mood on Monday night. Will right. hopefully, oh yeah, that's right. Bring Monday us, night. <laughs> bring us to victory uh, against the Michigan Wolverines. Can't wait for it. If we are to can't lose that it. game, I'm sure next don't week's podcast we, will be terribly, terribly different vibe. No, no, no. There's nothing. That's not. That's, don't put that in the app. But I have to say again, I feel very confident. Going I feel into very this confident. Game. I'm not worried at all about this. I, this Michigan is, uh, you know, the, again, Michigan is not the top team that they. Sure. Their booty had been in the past. They're projected to finish 11th in the Big Ten, and we're projected to finish 5th in the Big East. We're a better basketball conference. Absolutely. No doubt. I think it's going to be a, a victory, and I think it may be, even be an easy victory. I don't know about easy victory, but I, I feel confident that we can win that game. I think it's we, a, it's I, a big stage. 
It's a huge thing. It, it, it's a lot of emotion tied into this. A lot of these guys is the first time playing at the Garden. Well, yeah. certainly a lot of you guys first time playing at the Garden as a home arena. I mean, some of them may have played in the Garden other times, but Fair. I home, it's, it's different when it's your home arena. It, it's a different feel and vibe sure. entirely. Um, so you know, I I think uh, yeah, I think it's be a big night. I think we handle them well. I think I think it's never really in question. I think we we're in the driver's seat the whole time. I like that. I hope so. I like the positivity. I kind of feel the same way. The other games we have busy week for us. Busy week, good week. After though. one week, after one game this week, next yeah. week, it <laughs> next is week chock we full up. of St. John's and, games. And to be fair, uh, it's a real opportunity for us. So we have Michigan on Monday. Obviously, it's a, like we talked about very high profile, very high profile game. Then we go to the Charleston Classic. Charleston Classic has a bunch of good teams in it. North Texas won Conference USA last year. They're no joke. They're a solid school, solid, solid mid-major school. I, I like our chances against them. I'm, I'm not saying I'm concerned, but uh, you know that's a that's sure. a that's another game where you go in and you go, we're better than them. We should win. Yeah. What happens from there is the opportunities in that this tournament offers. So we'll play the winner of the Dayton LSU game. Uh, LSU obviously, if we win, just if, if we were to win, that's true. Well, if we win or lose, we will play either one of them. Well, we'll, we'll play the, the winner, or the, the winner or the loser, right. depending on if fair, we win or lose. Fair, fair, fair. So we'll either play Dayton or LSU. You probably are hoping for LSU. Uh, but Dayton's no Dayton's a good team. Dayton's Dayton. probably the best team in the A10. They're they're yeah. picked to win the A10 yeah. almost I'm, unanimously. That's fair. Listen, I think either one of those games is good for us in terms of our resume building. What we really want is to play whoever we're going to beat because we want to beat North Texas, we want to beat Dayton or LSU because we want a shot at number seven in the country, Houston, who's kind of the headliner of the tournament. Sure, absolutely. So they. Sort of set up for us to Houston to be in the finals. It I is mean, kind of the way they, you know, they said the brackets. Correct. They yeah. kind of have. Uh, we're playing North Texas, right? So that we're playing a lower conference team. They're playing uh, Towson. Yeah. Who who is another other small conference? The other teams are more evenly matched. So yeah. generally, right. if you look at that, kind of makes it look like we're yeah. they're setting up for a St. John's Houston finals. What they want yeah, is what the, 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 the tournament wants. On the other side, they have Utah versus Wake Forest. We'll play the winner, or uh, we'll play Houston. Right. The winner. Right. So the, those are all power right. cover two, teams. Mixed two, yeah, together, kind two of. power six, two power six. Us us and but yeah, yeah, you're right. They're but Dean's a very good, a very good, Dean's a very good mid major. So yeah. That's the hope. The hope is you you continue to win and you get a shot at Houston, yeah. seven in the country. Now, if you lose that game, okay, it's not. Look, it, it's a it's it's a kind of a a, a nothing not a, a nothing a game. House money game. You're playing with house money. 100%, house money. Game. That's what I'm trying to say. It's you come away, or but you got a shot at a big victory. Oh yeah, I mean, if you do that, we're well, ranked. The AP ranked. The AP votes will flow in. Well, if we could, if we could get, I mean, uh, I, I know I know LSU is a bigger name, but Dayton's is a solid team. Dayton might actually be a better Dayton, game. Dayton's a better game, and they're they're definitely going to be so it's, in the talks during March. So yeah. that, the funny thing is exactly this: LSU is a sexier win. At this point in the season, where if you have wins against North Texas, LSU, and Houston, right, people are going, oh, these guys are really good. So the AP votes are going to be higher. If you have wins against North Texas, Dayton, and Houston, people are going to go, eh, they had an easy trek to get there. Now, they did get the big win, but they had an easier trek to get there. However, come March, you're probably getting more out of that Dayton win because it's raising your numbers in the poll. It's raising your RPI. Oh, sorry, not RPI. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Old Whoa, school. Old school hey. guy. Old school. It's raising, Showing your it's, age. it's raising your net ranking. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. raising your strength of schedule. It's probably a quad one or two win. Exactly. It's, it's, core, it's giving you more than that LSU win. It's just LSU's a bigger name. Sure. So it's kind of how, where do you want the recognition? Right. And 
come to him in time. time the beautiful part is I'd rather have it in March, but it's a win-win situation. Yeah, for either us. way, it's fine. We yeah. win. We beat North Texas. We get an opportunity to get that win, and from there, it's it's beneficial no matter what. Yeah, no, it's exciting to be. And I love these preseason tournaments to give you opportunities to get good matchups, matchups we wouldn't necessarily have, and build that resume because it's you know that's what it's all about. One of the things I like about these tournaments myself is that. You, you really get to bond with your team during this time. Now, I know we got to do this because we had the international tour, which is great. Now, this is like another opportunity to... Now, it's not over Thanksgiving. When when I was a manager, we did it over Thanksgiving, so we had Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner. Together? That's pretty cool. At, at the... It was... I guess it was cool. I mean, you're missing your families, but yeah. It was it was the lowest grade of a, of a Thanksgiving dinner you could imagine. <laughs> but it, it, was it, was it was dinner. It was dinner. On Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving, but we were together. That's what they serve you on the... We work at the TV games, too. Don't worry. They, they're also getting the lowest form of a Thanksgiving dinner, too. At least we're all together. <laughs> That's it. Everyone suffers together. Well, all right. Charleston Classic for us kicks off on Thursday, the 16th at 1.30 p.m. on ESPNU. I know it's not a great time slot. That's the game against North Texas, but obviously it's a full day of games at the venue, so they got to space them out, and we get the 1.30 slot. So hopefully we win, and then we move into, I'm sure, a better slot. Take um, a half day at work. <laughs> that's it. Or just don't pay or attention just, at work. Or just, work. <laughs> or just put the game on and no work will get done. It'll so, be a Friday anyway. It's a Thursday, but good try. No, not the next round. Oh, the next round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we could move into... I guess the, the times, I don't see the times, but... The times are at 11.30 or 11.30 a.m. or 2 p.m. If we lose, it's 11.30 a.m. If oh, we win, it's okay, 2 so p.m. Oh, okay, so the times are... Okay, so, the, so it's no no real better on Friday than it is on Thursday because it's 2. And then the next round, the championship is at 8.30 p.m. on Sunday. They give a break on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if you're in... The, the Constellation games they have Well, the Constellation, the, the, you know, the seventh place game is at 12.30. The yeah. fifth place game is at, it says 3 or 5.30. And so, the third so place is 3 both, or 5.30, they're both depending before. on the matchup, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned in terms of finding time. Yeah, stay tuned. On time. It really depends. Really, the answer is what time of the Let, game. Let's it hope depends. we're playing in the eight thirty game, and it yeah. doesn't depend. Let's hope we're playing two o'clock and eight thirty. That means we're that we've means won both our games. Yeah. So that's what we're looking for. Absolutely. All right, that'll do it for this episode. For Craig and Nick, I'm Vincent. Go Johnnies. Keep chasing.